Hey, y'all, and welcome to another episode of the Whoa, What Word podcast by She Wears Worth, a place where we can get real and talk about all things as it relates to your worth, your value, your identity, and where it comes from. We want more than anything for you to live boldly and joyfully in who God created you to be. We are so glad that you're here. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Whoa, What Word podcast. I'm your host, Courtney, and we have Taylor back on the show. So we actually last week had an episode. It was kind of the first one of the series and it was all around how my worth has nothing to do with what I do. And we just really dug into that very simple phrase, but just how impactful it is and how it's really easy not to believe that, that we think we have to earn God's love. We have to do certain things um, that it's very transactional. Um, And so if you haven't listened to that, I would go and listen to that one first. And then Today, though, we're going to talk about kind of the same thing, but in the past tense, that your worth has nothing to do with what you did and how it just does not matter um, what your past looks like, good, bad, great, ugly. Um, You are loved and you are chosen and you're seen and God wants to know you. So we are going to unpack that. And yeah, I'll let you kick it off um, on just let's talk about what that what that saying kind of means to you. Yeah, what that means. I think God's love and his his longing to be with us, like that was before any of us were created. You know, mm. like he saw us, he created us, he mm. wanted and desired and had his eyes on us and his heart was for us mm. before we were even born. And then the crazy mm. thing is, is that he's all knowing, right? Yeah. Like it's so hard to wrap your mind around that, but he's all knowing yeah. and he knows all these things that we're going to do. He knows mm-hmm. how human we are, how weak we are, how much mm-hmm. we need him, yep. how little we sometimes use yep. him, how far we are from him. And he loves mm. us. He knew all of that. Mm. He died on the cross for us then. Mm-hmm. And he died, he would die on the cross for us today. Mm. And I think that as much as like we talked about our worth, like we can't do anything for it. We mm. also can't do anything that would make us exempt from it right 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 like it's like we can't mess it up yeah there's nothing we can do we can try as hard as we want to be like okay now i've written (laughs) her off yeah she's done enough this was the last straw last straw she's out we're (laughs) kicking her off the team she can't sit with us anymore yeah we can't do it no matter what we Mm. do yeah no matter how dark our seasons were how far away from God we were, all the mistakes we've made, all yep. the guilt and shame we carry. Yeah. Like, it still doesn't change. It's a fundamental truth about who God is. I love that. That's so good. I, you know what? I don't know if I've ever thought of it, like how you literally put it that before I was even born, God knew me and he loved me and he chose me like that. That's really cool. And so it automatically did it. Like he wanted to be with me despite anything that I was going to do. Right. And he also knew what, my tendencies were and what my, you know, like where I put my, where the mistakes that I was going to make, like he knew all of that. And like, I just want to also say too, that like, if, if you have not Christ loves you, regardless of whether or not you love him. Yes. And I think that is something that we just can't wrap our minds around. So like, if you, if you have not accepted Christ into your heart, if you are even like, "Mm, I don't know about this whole Jesus thing, not for me, like, okay. But that doesn't disqualify you. Like God still loves you and he's so crazy about you and he still died for you. Whether or not you want to be his friend, he desperately wants to know you. And that I think kind of always blows my mind. Right. That he was chasing after me and seeking me 
even when I was like, no, I'm going to put you in this like box that I only open for every Sunday morning for like an hour. Right. When I'm like hungover. Right. (laughs) You know, like, I don't know, just all of this and we can get more into it. But like, I just think this has, I, this is just like so much of my story and understanding that who I was, the things that I've done did not change God's reckless love for me. Right. Right. Yeah. So let's go into like, have you had, like, what is your relationship kind of been like with Christ? Like, were there times when you kind of maybe had those moments of like, I can't believe I'm in this season. There's no way God loves me or sees me or wants me or. Right. I think for, I think for me, when you, you know, our stories are different in the sense that like, I feel like you, when you like got to know have a relationship with God it was like boom this like radical shift yeah like it was literally overnight you know and it was like yeah so easy whereas I feel like my relationship was more I always had a relationship with God but it was very distorted it was Mm. very um like it wasn't really like I didn't fully know who God was I didn't really know how God saw me yeah you know and so I think that there's times where like I was always a Christian I always had a relationship with God you know, but then yeah. there was times that you just put God on a shelf and you just want to follow your own desires and do yeah. your own thing. And like, yeah. for me, at least, I think for a lot of us, um, we go, we still go to church, we put it all together. We, you know, we go to youth on the, during the week, go to church on the yeah. weekend, we all, do whatever we want in between. Things. Yeah. But it's like, <clears> but then, <throat> you know, we, we don't expect, like, we don't draw near to God because we're like, but I'm doing all these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I know? got it. I'm good. And it's just that classic, like, I'm going to look the part, but like, there's no relationship mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And if I want the relationship, then I know I have to stop these things. And yeah. these things are fun. And God's really not that fun right now. Yep. So I'm just going to keep doing this. Yeah. You know, and then trying to, I mean, I grew up in a culture where that was like totally acceptable. Everyone right. did it. Nobody, right. nobody was like, hey, Taylor, um, yeah. Maybe you should like, just like, yeah. Re- reassess a bit. Like, right. are we, it's not lining up. Right. Stuff's not lining up. You know, mm-hmm. no one called out. It was all normal. Everyone was doing it, yeah. you know? And so then it was like, this is okay. <laughs> like I'm yeah. justifying it to myself, hmm. you know? Yeah. And then trying to make that shift of then being like, no, now I'm going all in. Yeah. You know, like, I know I looked like I was this whole But I really wasn't. Right. And no one knows the posture of your heart. Like, no one, yeah. And I'm sure, like, and we kind of have chatted about this, like, and when you make that shift, like, that is when people kind of look at you and they're like, well, what's going on? Or they try and like, they don't accept you for these, you know, right. It says in the Bible that like, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Right. Like, and that is so true. Like, I cannot, like, I feel like before I was, like, bef- I feel like this is, just, before I was that new creation, I was definitely that person that I looked at that. And I was just like, okay, cool. Like, so magically now you just decide that you want to like wipe, wipe, wipe your slate clean and you're good. Like, right. oh, now you just are going to like wake up and you're what, like a virgin again? Right. Like, I kind of looked at it almost like sarcastically, like, oh, you're, oh, hmm, how convenient you're, but it, it was not until I experienced that. And like, my heart truly was like, oh wait, I see things differently. I think differently. Jokes that I thought were funny, aren't funny. I Like I truly was a new Courtney. Like right. I was that I get it. So like, I 
I can, I see both sides. I see how I'm sure your friends were kind of like, um, what do you mean you're baking new change? Like Taylor, what are you doing? Right. Like, you've why, always been a Christian. Yeah, you've why, been what such do you a mean good now girl. You're being, you know, like yeah. what do you mean now? Or... You've been you're like, I thought you were here this whole time. And you're like, well, actually no, <laughs> no false advertising people. So yeah. Right. So what was that like? Like, did you carry guilt with that? Like, or like, was, did you find it pretty simple or like, did you work it through with God to be like, all right, like I'm still worthy. Like, I know that you love me because like you wiped that clean. Like I am, what was that like? Yeah. I would say like, you know, I think of like, I think kind of the sad part is, is that I didn't even feel like guilty about it because I was like, it was so normal. Yeah. Everyone was doing it. Yeah. That's just what it was. Nothing I'm doing is wrong. Mm. Like, I don't even feel bad about it. (laughs) <laughs> because yeah it's just like it could be so much worse and you oh know, yeah it could be whatever but I think the bottom line is all that was doing is was just hindering me in my relationship with for Jesus. sure and it was hindering me in my growth with Jesus yes and I was just staying stagnant and mm-hmm. I was just like I wasn't reaching any new I wasn't getting any breakthrough in my life I wasn't reaching any new levels with Jesus and I yeah. realized that once that once I had to really, like, if I really wanted to dive deeper, then it was like, okay, then you're going to have to start. Yeah. Like your life has to change. Yeah. Like, I remember someone telling me actually, and it really like stuck with me because they didn't know me that well. <laughs> so I was like, how do you know this? <laughs> but they were like, once you stop caring about looking like you have it all together mm. is when God actually will, like, you'll yes. actually start to experience God yep. in your life. Yeah. And it's like, until like, it was like, yeah, as long as you had that, like, I go to church, I'm Christian, everyone knows me as a Christian. So I can still do the stuff on the side, you know, (laughs) get those walls down and be like, okay, I actually don't like, I actually am broken Mm -hmm. and they don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) Doing and I'm failing at a lot of things. Yeah. When it's like, okay, now God can. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so true. And like, just this, and I think too, it's like, once you're then on the other side of that and you realize it and you start understanding wait a minute. Like I, these are the things that I did or I was doing and God still was chasing after me. Like it, it kind of hits you like a punch to the gut. And you're like, how, how was I so unaware of like how loved I was like, and I think that was, that's so much of kind of like my story was right. Like after I went all in with Christ and it was like, I'd lived 27 years of where the world I was doing what the world was saying, it's totally fine. Like of course, like you've been dating this boy for how long? Well, obviously the next step is to move in with him. Like right. it was the thing that blows my mind. Things were even that I did, like they were celebrated. Like it was so normal, like move in with your boyfriend, sex before marriage, all of these things. Well, that big, you love him. Right. But it, so it, it, I didn't think that I was doing anything that wrong until after, right. I gave my heart to Christ. And then I, it's almost like you're kind of faced with this mirror that like, you can't not look at and you're you see all these things and it was hard to wrap my mind around like because it was like the shame and the guilt Mm -hmm. set in and it took a long time to learn okay no like the lord wants to convict you like he wants you to know right from wrong but like shame that comes from the devil like very different Mm -hmm. and so it took a while for me to try and figure out okay what is my like conscious and like, what is God convicting me of like right and wrong? And what is the devil saying? Like, Courtney, you are a terrible person. I cannot believe you did that. Like no one is mm-hmm. going to, you know, but then it, I think for, for me, it was to get through that is, was literally, I, I don't think I, so many people told me, right. Like I 
and they've gotten to like groups and, you know, dating Scott and like just being told over and over, like, no, Courtney, like God has made you clean. You're a new person. He's forgiven you. Like you're white as snow, like all of these things. I don't think I believed it though, until I started like read really reading the Bible for myself and like seeing these stories of just like, I mean, like one hot mess after another <laughs> of like, right? God used this person. God used this person. God forgave this person. God, like this person did this to Christ yet. He for like, and it blew my mind that like, it's like, I lost count of the number of people who hurt God, who hurt Jesus him personally, like him personally, <laughs> like, right. Like it's not, even, it wasn't like the thought of him, yeah, like, like they actually, actually hurt him and he still came back and loved them and died for like, and then I was like, okay, well, wait a minute. I'm not that much different than Peter or Paul or like all of these, mm -hmm. right? Like I was a sinful person. I made mistakes yet. God still chose me. Right. And that's how we all are. Every one of us, every, to one every of us. like to different degrees, you know, like some people are like, you know, like you might think if you've done it bad, like, <laughs> I've done it yeah. bad, but like, yeah, I've done it worse. And it's like, no, we all have, mm -hmm. like we have all, we all fall short of the glory of God. For sure. Every sin single one of sin. us do. Sin is sin. And like yeah. Jesus does not look at you any differently. Yeah. He wants you just as much. Like he's chasing you. Mm-hmm. Just as much, no yep. matter if you're past it, if you're in it, if you're yeah. doing it, if you're doing it right now. Yeah. Like he doesn't literally, care. Literally, you could be doing whatever it is that you shouldn't be doing right now. Right or now. maybe you're in the car driving home from whatever it was yeah. that you shouldn't be doing. Or you're and he's like, right now, <laughs> he like, still wants I want you. I and want like, your heart. I'm chasing you right now. Yes. Yes. Like the I was listening to a, another podcast and they were talking kind of about some similar stuff. And they made the thing where so many people think that you have to change and then you meet Jesus. No, you meet Jesus and then through the Holy Spirit and what Christ can do in you, yeah. then you change. Yeah. Like it is, it's, there's no question of, oh, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Like, right. no, no. Yeah. Come to Christ yeah. and then you change. Right. He doesn't need you to be changed no. first. No. And I'm he like, watch you change. No, first. no. He, yeah. I love that. He doesn't want you changed. He wants you. Like, he wants period. you. I love that. Because the minute he's getting you, you know, you're, you're faking stuff. You're like, I'll just quickly throw this under the rug and quickly yeah. get this. And like, then I'm going to approach him. He knows all of yeah. that. Like, yeah. he, like, don't fake it. Like, just go, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like the more you can be real with God, mm -hmm. like the more free you're going to be. Yeah. And I think like, I know, you know, you hear Christians, we always write like Jesus died for your sins, right? Like, so that right. God sent his only son, Jesus, the only way to like, for, for God to be with his people, to be with us was to send a sacrifice, which was his son. And yes, that is so much of the story. And I, but I don't, you know, then there's that little part about how, you know, the clouds came over and the earth shook and the veil was torn. I never got that. Like I spent so many years being like, okay, who cares about this veil? What is the veil? Why are we talking about the veil? <laughs> <laughs> what is the veil? Are we talking about a bridal veil? Like just so confused. And I remember so vividly when I like learned what that actually meant. Right. And it was, it's symbolic and what it was. Right. So in the old Testament, you had all of these laws, like 600 and something laws, crazy. If you, if you want a good read, go read Leviticus and numbers. Just kidding. Don't do that. Especially if you're new to the Bible, don't do that. Don't start there. Don't start there. <laughs> anyway. So in the old Testament, there were basically just all these laws, like how to do literally every single, every little thing you can think of, right? Cause it was, God gave his people a list of rules in order to kind of keep them in line, quote unquote. 
And so the whole, the veil was when it talked about the temple, like only you could only have to be a very, very important person to get in close to Christ. Right. And it's just this idea of like, there was literally like this curtain in front, like you couldn't see him. And when Christ died, like that veil was ripped in half. There was no more like that day forward. There is nothing separating you and the love of God. Right. Like nothing, right. like literally nada, which I don't know. I felt like when I actually grasped what that meant, that there is nothing separating me from God's love. Right. Except for maybe me, like right. not wanting it. Right. That's the only thing. And right. even then he still loves me. Like if you want it, if it's like, Hey, I like, I'm going to draw, I'm going to ask, like, I want to draw near to you. I want your love. It's like, boom. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's like here. It's not get like a that, line. Right. Yeah. Take a number, wait in line. We'll get to right. you. And you do know? these things first, clean up this first, you know, no. none of that. Mm-mm. Like no. he is waiting. Like we think you think that what you've done has broken his heart. No. You not coming to him will break his heart more than Ooh, anything so you could good. ever do. That's so good. Like there's nothing you can think. I love that. Like, no matter what you've done, you can think that you've crushed. There's you're lost. The only way you'll be lost is by not just showing up yeah. and being like, here I am. That's good. Like it, your worth has nothing to do with what you've done. No, nothing. that is so good. And I just, I know we kind of have chatted about this before. I think we started recording, but just this idea of like, I think the, I, I fully understand that like the first step to all of this is like, you need to understand that God does love you in order to like grasp what we're talking about. And like, it's hard, I think, to understand, especially if you've never yeah. felt that, mm-hmm. like any type of just unconditional earthly love. But I do want to read, it's one of my absolute favorite verses. It's in Romans 8, 38 and 39. And I say this to myself all the time. It says that I am convinced that nothing can ever separate mm-hmm. us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate you from God's love. Like literally nothing can separate you from God's love. And like, I don't know. I just think I I read that verse. I have it written all over the place. Like yeah, you are seriously. loved because in, in like you're loved by him. Right. Like, right. and I just hope, I don't know. Like, I, I hope people hear that so much. Right. And I think sometimes like, it's, we complicate it. We're scared. Like, you know, you see people and their lives and what Christians look like <laughs> might turn you off and the church is whatever. Mm-hmm. You have a bad feeling about it. But it's like, if you just, just trust for a second yeah. that Jesus is for you and he has his eyes on you, like it can be literally as simple as I have no idea who you are, Yeah, but like, I want, I want to know your love. Oh. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's it. Yep. It yep. doesn't have to be with anybody. It no. doesn't have to be with an organization. It doesn't have to be at the no. place. Like it can literally just be like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. That's exactly, like, that's like, exactly what I prayed. Like yeah. that night I, that like I put, Lord, I don't even know what I am asking. I don't even know what these other people have. All I know is that I want that joy. Mm-hmm. I want to live for you. And it like, and I, and I really, truly, I did not have any clue. Cause in my mind at that point, I'm like, oh, I go to church every Sunday. I'm fine. Like, so I didn't know what you were missing. I yeah. had no idea what I was missing. I had no idea what I was, cause that's the thing you don't, 
I think oftentimes it's like, oh, you don't know what you're missing till you're doing it. Like I, this is literally that scenario. Like you do not know how good your life can be, how fulfilling and joyful and not saying that it'll be per- like easy. No, <laughs> like a life with Christ is definitely not right, easy, right? but it is so, so good. And if it really, I don't know. I just, I, again, as you can tell, we're very passionate about yeah. this because we've <laughs> experienced it. And it's, I see so many people walking around constantly just striving for the next thing, mm-hmm. whether it's approval like whether it's acceptance, mm-hmm. whether it's love, like constantly looking for things, striving for things. And that is their motivator. And you, it's just breaks my heart. Cause I'm like, yeah, it will always disappoint you. Oh, always. Like if it's of the world, yes. even if it's the most wonderful person that God, put, God has put in your life. Yeah. They will disappoint you. They will disappoint it, you. It's not if it's when a hundred percent, like we're setting, you set yourself up. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, they will like apart from Jesus's perfect love for you. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, the light life will disappoint you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they will. And it's, and that's okay. Like that's <laughs> we're humans. And if like, it's been like that literally since the beginning of time, yeah. I mean, since literally Eve took the bite of that apple yeah. way to go. <laughs> Thanks for that. I know she really messed it up for all of us. <laughs> but anyways, I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just desire, I think this is another one of those messages that it's it, it's so much easier said than done. Oh. It's a, like your worth has nothing to do with what you did. It, I do think that when it does come to dealing with any sort of sin and in God's eyes, all sin is the same. I think that yeah. is important to know that like, whether you are, you know, gossiping about your friend or you cheated on your spouse, like in God's eyes, his love is so infinite that like sin on the vast scale of things sin is sin. Sin breaks his heart. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. And just this idea of it doesn't matter what it is that you're doing, what it looks like, come to him and he wants you. And I, I just don't think we can say that enough. Yeah. So I think we will, we'll kind of wrap up. Um, but there are, I just, I want to encourage you that, you know, there are so many, don't just take me and Taylor's word Mm -hmm. for it. I mean, obviously we, we, I want to encourage you, like I said earlier, for me to understand this and like really start believing it. I, I had to start reading the Bible and learning about mm-hmm. all of these characters, literally from Adam and Eve all the way through the end of the, like the New Testament. There is just character after character that not only does God like use, but like runs after, yeah. like, like yeah. desires them that hurt him, that like physically hurt him, that break his mm-hmm. heart, that make him cry, that all of these things, yet he comes back. And so honestly, maybe start there. Like if you, I am more than happy, I'll put in the show notes, a couple of stories for you to read that will really point back to this. Um, and yeah, any last thoughts, Taylor, on this? I don't know. <coughs> I would just say like, you know, don't, I don't think that, I mean, so many times before like, coming to God and like turning our lives around and coming to Jesus and starting giving him a chance, you know, we, you see like the do's and the don'ts yeah. and what we, all the things you have to change and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, don't even worry about that. Like mm-hmm. that, that's just this false mm-hmm. idea, you know, like just come to him exactly how you are. And like the rest is just going to take care of yeah. itself as it takes care of itself. I like that. It's you know? not a like, well, if I follow Jesus, can I do this? Right. What does it mean? I can't do this. Like, cause I promise you that whatever it looks like the fulfillment of the world that people are losing, mm-hmm. they are gaining 
oh, so yeah. much more in Jesus. Oh, like, yeah. He has so much more than they have to offer. But don't even look at that. Like, you can be doing things in the world and come to Jesus at the same time. Yeah. Like, that's the bottom line. Yeah. Is like, he wants you yep. today. Yeah. And naturally, as you grow more with him, your life will change. Yep. Not because you, you are following are, yeah. rules, but because you want to. It's just your heart's changing. Your, <laughs> your desires are changing. Yep. But it's not rules. It's not a rule book. No. It's not. It's definitely not a rule judgment. book. Judgment. It's literally mm-hmm. like just come as you come. are. Yeah. And I love it. So thank you again for being on here for this time. And then the last time that we talked about this and we'll continue to just unpack this and, you know, maybe circle back on these topics more because yeah, I think there's, there's a lot so there. There is so much to say. And I think it's co- a constantly evolving thing. Like my worth has nothing to do with what I did. Like, right. I'm a sinful person. <laughs> like, so are you. So and it's continuing. It's continuing. <laughs> like I'm always doing things and there's right. always going to be past tense of things that I did. Right. <laughs> so, and I think it's just important to keep evaluating that and knowing that like, I am not the sum of my mistakes. I am not right. the sum of my great accomplishments. Right. Like I am a daughter of Christ. And like, that is how I identify and nothing else can change it. And so anyways, as always guys, our girls, um, faith is an action. It is a verb. We want you, yes, to listen to all of these things. And I hope that it stirred in your soul and it hopefully got you excited. And it, it, it gave you some freedom to know that wherever you are, whatever your life looks like in this very moment, you can come to Christ and he wants to meet you in it, but take an action, whatever that looks like. Talk to a friend, Literally, you can close your eyes right now and just be like, hey, God, haven't chatted in a while. Or, hey, God, haven't talked to you ever. Like, just do something. Take an action. Don't just sit in it. He is so desperately waiting for you and wanting to, like, meet you and know you better. Um, He loves you so, so Mm -hmm. much. Um, Thank you again for listening. And we will see you next week. Taylor, thank you, darling. Yes. You're the best. Bye, you guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you love what you heard and what we're doing here at She Wears Worth, make sure to follow along at She Wears Worth on all social media platforms. Also, it would mean so much to us if you could subscribe to this podcast, share it with a friend, and leave a comment. We need your help to spread worthiness around. We'll see y'all next week.